Say what's happening to uh, Josie Chavez. How are you, sir? I'm very good, thanks. How are you, brother? That's a power. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no wonder it says forever mamba, forever legend on your shirt there. <laughs> yeah, man. I must say, this, t- this t-shirt does put me under pressure. But does it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The mamba part. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell me all about it. <laughs> yeah, man. <I> th- <laughs> you know, uh, when girls read it, uh, this song, forever mamba. And then, you know, they're expecting, uh, they'll be expecting something like a mamba, but it's a uh, shongololo. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so so I'm under pressure, you know. So every time, because they always have this thing, like this excitement, like forever mamba. Yeah, you know. Uh, are you referring to your penis? Actually, yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you totally are. Well, producer Panessa, looking at uh, Josie, uh, what would you have predicted? Shongololo, mamba. What? Where, which? Which creature would you have gone with? Horse? <laughs> what would you have gone with? Stallion. Stallion? Really? Like thoroughbred full yeah, on? Yeah, a big black one. Is that, <laughs> what, is that what you were thinking when you saw him? Yes. Yeah, so like, hmm, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you see, and, and then I have to work out, uh, how do I counter the anticlimax? So luckily I'm a DJ, so I always make sure that the music is popping. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that always works out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I feel like we know every intimate detail about you now, so what more is there left to know? Uh, listen, bro, it says here that you, um, started music at the age of 14, right? As yeah. a DJ. I mean, yeah. what did DJing look like when you were 14? Is that like vinyl? What was that? What did it look like? Cause it looks nothing like it does now. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting cause there was a huge gap between, um, uh, cassette and vinyl, you know, um, from, uh, from, uh, a general, what I can say, like, a, a normal user perspective. Mm. Um, I started basically collecting music and, um, at that time, uh, I was collecting tapes and that's when everyone was releasing those little single CDs. I don't know, those three track CDs. Um, so, um, that's what I was getting my hands on, but I started actually out at that time on cassettes. I couldn't afford vinyl. It was one of those exclusive things, you know? Um, um, and, um, the price of vinyl at that time was ridiculous. Um, so I started with, uh, cassettes, you know, just playing around, uh, playing, um, Metric dance parties. 21st. But how do you DJ with cassettes? How Bruh, do you swing from? It one was to a other? mess. It was a mess. Literally, I had a a, a pen in one hand, um, rewinding the cassette manually. Wow! And um, to like the specific. Yeah, point. so I'd have two tape decks where I'd just go stop, play, pause, stop, play, pause, oh, stop, play, no. pause, stop, play, pause. <laughs> so no fade, no <laughs> nothing. You know, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's where, that's where it was 14 years ago. And then, um, yeah, luckily, um, CDJs came into play and, um, and the world of controllers, the world of, uh, uh, um, mixing from your laptop. And mm. I think that just made it easier. And, uh, obviously with the digital world, uh, music, it was easy to get, um, um, songs that were exclusively on vinyl, mm. uh, were now readily available like online and stuff. So yeah. Well, it's lucky and it's not lucky because it's lucky, I guess, that uh, it's easier to make it sound great. But it's unlucky because then everybody wants to do it. Yeah, it's one of those cases. But also, um, competition is healthy, you know. Um, I just feel as though um, right now it's more about uh, what it, finding a unique selling point because there's millions and millions of DJs, you know, um, that are out there that are trying to break through. Uh, but the big question is what makes you so different that, um, you, you valuable to a promoter, you know? So that's what's the extra hard work about it. Cause back then 
you had about 10 DJs and they were being booked on the basis that, um, this guy gets the exclusive stuff from, uh, uh, defected records and this guy gets exclusive stuff from somewhere. You know, they were booked on, 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 on that notion, you know, and not necessarily about branding, about how many followers you have and stuff like that. So right now the game flipped. Now it's more about branding. What do you do? Who you are? Where you from? You know? So what's your USP? Uh, to be honest with you, I play, you know, I play, I play music for the crowd. You know, I play what's hot. I play what's going to be hot. Um, my set, I can play a set and all the songs are going to be hot or are hot or, you know, uh, I'm a, I play for the people. You know, if mm. people are not dancing, then I'm not enjoying my set, you know? Uh, so that's my unique selling point. And you've worked with some uh, really, really cool people from uh, Mo Flavor to Zintle. Um, obviously, the YFM gig, also a massive yeah, sort of yeah. part in establishing the brand and building the trajectory. Um, what, I mean, how do you figure out sort of how to play the game? Like how it's quite a it's like a who, you know, sort of situation and space that you're in. It's yeah. a how you market yourself, how you push yourself. Um, some people will take time and spend it with you and help you out. Some people won't. Yeah. So like, how do you go about figuring out sort of with what swagger you're going to navigate the street? You know, I think the nice thing right now is there's social media, you know, and that plays a big role in a sense that cool. You have these little eggs that are out there that are all about trolling people, you know, mm. but on, on the other hand, I come from a era when I was 14 and I needed to get in touch with uh, 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 a Gareth Cliff, for example. I needed to go to the post office and mail it and hope that he reads his fan mail. Yeah. You know, and, and that's usually, you know, you, your fan, your mail is, is, is in the midst of millions and millions of people sending bras and stuff. So mm. you're most likely not to see anything. So with social media, <laughs> so with the social media coming in, um, what I do is that I, uh, basically follow all the people that I look up to, the influential people, you know, the people that are in the industry that I want to be in. And, um, I take part and take interest in what they do. Mm. I attend the gigs that they at. I listen to their sets and I give them feedback. I get their email addresses over time and um yeah I've, i request mentorship mm. i send them my music mm. uh but the most important thing is that um i use them to 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 profit my brand you yeah. know um uh, I, I, understandably not everyone is perfect but um if you want opportunities people are right there i'm sure like a guy like Petrus Mzipe, he's already on Twitter with mm. chances he's got a thousand followers and people mm. don't know you know um so become the 1100 so that um, you retweet his stuff. He sees your name. And when you do meet in person, you can be like, Hey, my name is Josie. I'm the guy. So it's a strategy. You know, yeah. that's the strategy that, that, that I play. And, uh, I wish a lot more people play it. Now, how do you sort of go about knowing that you can pay X, Y, Z every single month and in such an unpredictable kind of career trajectory? And in a predictable world where you have X expense this yeah. month, X expense that month, how do you go about plotting what your life is going to look like and making it work when it's so unpredictable? You know, so far from a gigging perspective, it all comes with uh, building a loyalty, mm. um, uh, building a, a, a loyal client base to say. So um, you have a lot of repeat business. That's what I have. You know, so I already know that in a year, for the past five years, I've been booked by 
these five clients who constantly book me. Mm. So um, uh, there's a, a 90% chance that they, they won't let me down, you know? Yeah. Um, so from a gig perspective, it's a lot of uh, repeat gigs um, and keeping good relations with various clients so that they keep calling you um, so that every year you already know that this guy's going to give me 100K per annum and mm. this guy's going to give me so much. Mm. Um, but f- also from a... a, a um, uh, a musical perspective and what I've seen is that most of my role models um, uh, if I looked at it and all of them they have uh, steady incomes coming through from various places you know TV gigs radio gigs um, and uh, behind the scenes in, in terms of the entertainment industry mm. a lot of them do that so that um, you don't want to cripple your, your 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 gigging money um, and put yourself under pressure to 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 pay a house uh, through your gigging money because uh, at the end of the day you might limit yourself in terms of you know that's where you get people that you end up compromising yourself and playing for an amount that you're not worth just so that I can pay petrol just so that I can go mm. do my hair so it's always important that uh, what I've seen is that most established people they have um, uh, these 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 entertainment jobs that are Sort of more of a permanent or have at least a a long term freelance agreement type mm. of thing. So radio provides that, and uh, behind the scenes in terms of TV, you know. Do you think there's too many people that want to be DJs in SA? I mean, it's it's a lot of people that want to do what you're doing. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, there is a lot of people. Um, and um, uh, it's how can I say? Be honest, though, bro. Yeah, there, there is a lot of people, you know, but I think it's, it's one of those things that people jump into it because someone else is doing it. It's and like, making it look like it's easy. Yeah, it's like if you drive through the township, I mean, every corner there's a car wash, every corner there's a salon, you mm. know? And because people see that and like, okay, maybe that's my way of breaking away. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, um, once you're in it, uh, a friend of mine before I started DJing said, don't become a DJ. <laughs> it's the worst industry. And, um, flip. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Little did I know, but, um, yeah, if it wasn't for the love, uh, I think I would have quit a long time ago. Mm. Um, the industry is tough to break through. Like you said, you need, you need serious connection, you know? Uh, you need to be connected to, 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 to the main switch. If not attached to a plug somewhere out there, mm. who's going to plug you into the right places. Listen, it's been very, very cool to, to meet you. A guy like you, do you have a pretty strong sense of what 2018 is going to look like? Or are you taking this whole thing day by day? Uh, no, I've already got a, a plan in mind uh, in terms of 2018. And cool music too. Ah, Thanks, thanks, man. Uh, the track that I did, I did it end of last year with a girl called Andy underscore SA. She's from Cape Town. So we linked up through social media. Cool. Um, so I'm always connected. See, it with, goes down in the yeah, DM. I will, exactly. <laughs> you know, for the, all the right reasons, it goes down on the DM. So, yeah, uh, I hooked up with her. And then, um, so this year, I'm planning on releasing some new stuff. There's a new single that I'm actually finding. Analyzing right now with uh, King J. Uh, he worked with Uhuru and uh, Wizkid. Cool. Uh, so um, it's exciting, man. I'm all about dropping singles, and hopefully, over, by the end of the year, I'll release something like an album. You know, but right now I'm just trying to push traction through singles. I think that um, uh, singles are the best way to go. Since mm. uh, yeah, the album you, is I yeah, mean. music sales in general have dropped. You know, yeah. I, I was telling someone the other day that. Don't be surprised people are giving away free music so you can buy a cap. You know, <laughs> artists will be like, take my music for free so you can buy my cap or yeah, t-shirt. Yeah. You know, that's how terrible it's gone. But guess there's a positive around it.
It's just the way the world's working, bro. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Producer Palessa, you got any questions that uh, you want to ask uh, Josie here? Uh, I mean, you've already asked him very intimate questions. <laughs> Anything else you want to know? No, nothing else. Nothing else? Mm-hmm. Not even where to follow him on social media? I think I already follow him. Okay. Well, yeah. for everyone that doesn't follow him yet, <laughs> that's not already on the train, how do we find you on social media, bro? Uh, you can catch me at Josie Chavez. That's J-O-S-I. C H A V E on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, I don't know if my mixit is working. Uh, yeah. I don't know if anybody's mixit is working. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's just yours that's done, bro. <laughs> it might be everybody. Uh, listen, very, very cool to uh, hang and to meet you. Um, and, uh, yeah, what a cool guy. I mean, you're making it work. Like, and this is the thing, you know turning it into something and you're super passionate about it so you gotta go for it yeah yeah and um it's a pleasure to be here with you it's a pleasure to connect with you as well i'm all about connecting with talent and different kinds of people so we can have a bigger industry a bigger pie more people can eat that's it life of the mamba dude thanks so much for stopping by this is cliffcentral.com